Hey, Armin here. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. We cover training, nutrition, supplementation strategies, and a whole lot more. So stand by. Welcome to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. Hey, I'm Frank Mills. Thanks again for watching or listening to the NSP Nutrition Show. We definitely appreciate it. We've got another great show for you today. Uh, today we're going to be talking about key ingredients to watch out for in protein powders. So uh, there's a lot of them out there. I know when I go uh, yeah. into the uh, either health food store or, you know, uh, other supplementation store. stores, you know, that are yeah. out there, grocery store. Yeah, there's just so many of them now, it's ridiculous. So we'll be talking about that. And also uh, fan questions, you know, we've got some more good ones this week. So let's get started. All right, Armin. So th this is a really interesting subject, I thought. And when I saw the notes come over for th the show today, uh, I, I was really excited because, you know, Again, going into wherever you go to buy your protein powders, if you're not buying the NSP Nutrition milk and egg protein, hey, shame on you. But hey, uh, <laughs> there are so many out there that to navigate the waters in this is really, to me, would be very difficult as a novice or even an experienced person because there's so yeah. many different options out there. Um is this something that you saw in an article or is this from what I just discussed going out and going, holy smokes, look at all those. Well, it's kind of a combination of both. I mean, yeah, I saw an article about it. I mean, the article was, um, you know, protein powers to stay away from right now mm -hmm. was the article. And I found it on Flipboard and I thought, you know, as I looked at it, it's like, you know, people aren't aware of this, probably something we need to bring up just so they, they know that because a lot of people think that, you know, protein powders, are all pretty much the same because they have whey in them, and you know I get that. But at the same time, uh, a lot of a lot of them have more than just whey in it, uh, and mm -hmm. there's different components to that. And so these dietitians were advising you know against um, some of these specific different protein powders based on what they saw uh, with the ingredients and the added sugars, and then obviously the, the carbs, uh, and then some of the um, some of the ingredients they just felt was kind of shady. So um, it was like. Okay, so we'll we'll see what other people think, but um, that was dietitians that were kind of analyzing uh, protein powders. So I guess this show you could say that they're weighing their options on protein powder. <laughs> I'm sorry, I had to do that. Uh, <laughs> okay, so Arm, what do you mean yeah. by yeah? <laughs> All right, so what do you mean by shady ingredients? You know, just so everybody knows. Well, I guess there was a study done. It was a 2018 Clean Label Project, which was an investigation that found some of the most well-known uh, protein brands contained alarming levels of lead, arsenic, mercury, cadmium, and BPAs, bisphenol. And mm -hmm. since you know protein powders are consumed uh, in a, as a dietary supplement, and a lot of times uh, ongoing, um, you know it's not it's not considered a food. But people are doing this, and so the manufacturers, it's up to them on how they're going to do their practices because they're not FDA-regulated. Um, so 
you know, they're going to decide how they're going to label the products regarding that and safety. So not that the FDA is perfect at all or even that great, but at the same time, it's up to the manufacturer to decide how they're going to manufacture. And so if you can get these kind of ingredients, if the manufacturing is in a, in a facility, you know, it's going to have this, uh, you know, the, op the, the capacity to have these kind of things into the product. So and how, how that happens is it's kind of hard to say. It's it's hard to say if it was imported in or if it's in the it's it's in the manufacturing facility itself, but they did find this stuff in a lot of the different protein powders. So it is a, a red flag. Um, so just and that's why they uh, decided also bring this up. <clears throat> okay, well, if that's not a reason to monitor what protein powder you should choose, I don't know what would be. That's that's kind of scary. I mean, arsenic well, and lead is. Uh, ugh uh not 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 good um so i mean just curious what were some of the brands they identified okay so one of them that you see in the grocery store is pretty popular was the uh, quest protein powder um and so what they don't like about that particular brand which was the first one they highlighted and i'm not going to list all of them i'm just going to list some of the main ones that uh, people are probably familiar with um, you know, what they put in their protein powder is cellulose and sucralose. And so, um, and so they, you know, they're the way the dietitians view this is that they're both linked to certain health conditions, especially issues with the gut. So, and, and you'll notice, well, anyways, some people will notice, which I notice when I have, right. when I would have certain weight products, it would, it wouldn't be good in my stomach. You can, you know, you get upset stomach or you get a little diarrhea, things like that. So that was one thing. Okay. Um, and then they they wanted to say that con, you know consistent consumption of sucralose could potentially you know break up DNA cells uh, based on those these, these recent studies okay and then also harm the gut microbiome because of these things being in there so now that's going to be hotly debated because the companies that use sucralose are going to defend their position so but that was just their their statements and one of the reasons why they said they suggested against it uh, in addition you know. You know, this particular product contains carrageenan, which is a thickening agent. And okay. so some of the research is stating that that could be detrimental to your health as well. Uh, so again, another hot debate situation, but you see carrageenan uh, quite often in like different dairy products and other like puddings and stuff because it's a thickener. And so, and if it's, yeah, the point is, if it's questionable, Maybe you don't want to be taking it. So that's what they were saying. And then um, a lot of the research has been done regarding, uh, you know, the impact of carrageenan on humans with some studies that have real, revealed that it can be, it can cause inflammation in the gut because of the, uh, how carrageenan uh, digests in your system. So that's, mm -hmm. that's their viewpoints, you know, whether that's right or wrong, you know, I don't know, but that's what they were saying. Um, so again, the, the point here is, is if, if it's not an all natural scenario, or it's going to cause any kind of issue, you might want to avoid that in your, your protein powder. Oh, uh, absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. Uh, uh, so what was another brand that they had mentioned? Another one they brought up was a optimum nutritious gold standard, 100% way. So, you know, they're pretty proud of their product apparently, but um, it contains artificial sweetener known as Asulfame K, okay. better known as ACE K. That's an okay. easier way to say it. Some of these names are just like, ah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, which this has been linked to different health conditions. Um, and mm. what they're warning against is that it could have some impact on hormone levels, which that would not be good. Um, and could be, a, 
wouldn't be recommended for any female that was pregnant because sometimes females take protein powders to help supplement to get the protein to help the baby so they recommend not that and then um and then they feel like it could lead to other risk of certain cancers they didn't really specify uh, but the, the product also contains cellulose gum and which is another food additive and the cellulose gum may lead to negative alterations in your gut flora and the microbiome. So again, all these different additives that go into these products can definitely affect how your digestive system is going to work. Mm-hmm. And that's one of the things that uh, you need to kind of understand. I mean, it, it allows you to maintain taste and the texture and things like that and the thickness. But at the same time, if you're going to, again, if you're using it on a regular basis, it's going to start to affect your, your intestinal system then probably not uh, the right route to go. <clears throat> gotcha. Gotcha. All right. Well, that's two brands. Were there others on this list? Yeah. So another one is probably really popular would be the muscle milk genuine uh, protein powder. Now let's, this isn't the one that you buy already pre-made in a, in, a, in a container, but this is a dry powder that you would mix, okay. um, which they didn't like yet because it contains carrageenan, and, and which again, we talked about it, it can affect, can cause inflammation, bloating. Uh, they also feel like it, it would affect irritable bowel syndrome. Um, so, you know, the other thing they didn't like is some of the ingredients listed you couldn't even pronounce, which I got to tell you, for, for the Muslim product, which I've looked at and I've tried, mm-hmm. it, I cannot believe how many ingredients they put in it. I mean, it's just off the charts. I mean, mm. there's like, I think there's um, 20, Know, 25 different ingredients and so you got like you know is is a malto oligosaccharides uh, which is a double vegetable powder as uh, they put that in there calcium casein, uh non-dairy creamer which has come from sunflower oil which you know these have seed oils which aren't good um uh, sodium caseinate which is a, mm. a milk derivative uh mono and diglycer- mono and diglyceride tocopherols protect flavor i mean it's it, i'm not gonna go through all but it's quite a bit and wow. so when you see all that with any kind of product i'm not sure why they do it the way they do but uh you know that's a lot of stuff added just to get some simple protein <laughs> well you know so, what's funny is we talked about processed food last week that sounds like processed protein powder to me well I mean, that's kind of that's kind of right? the point and then they also said yeah. that the brand has been known to contain a little quality protein. I'm not sure why they, you know, they didn't really specify too much, other, but they're saying because of low quality protein and maybe they're referring to the caseinate um, part of it, but um, mm-hmm. they feel like there's, they don't contain all the essential amino acids like it should. So again, these are just different opinions uh, from these people. Uh, but it, another thing that's kind of a challenge with this is it does contain 21 grams of carbs. So it's more of a uh, meal replacement type product. Uh, so, cause you know, you don't want a lot of carbs with protein, uh, right, unless right. you're, unless there's, a, you have a strategy behind it you just want to get the protein in the system and have some fat with it to digest or the protein has some, you know, digestion additives, right, right. Help, like the NSP has the digestive additives for it. So that's just one of the things you keep in mind on that, that particular product. I've never been a big fan of it. And one other thing to understand, you know, since we're on this topic is when you buy a protein drink, that's already in a liquid form if it says it's a whey protein that's misleading because you cannot 
put whey in a liquid form without having to um uh, what do you call it um well they what the, what they have to do with milk they have to um is it homogenized or processed? Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's got to be homogenized. It's got to gotcha. go through that process. Okay. And so when you take it through that heating process, it, it the way gets damaged. So it's not even effective. Uh. So you don't want to buy uh, your protein uh, in, a, in a pre-liquid form if it's whey. So that's one thing to keep in mind because the, the pasturation is the word I'm looking for. The pasturation, yeah. the heating process will kill... Uh, the, the, will damage the, the effectiveness of it. So you're not really getting what you think you're getting. So that's probably going to be a that'll be a hot debate as well. But at the same time, that's what I've read. Well, it's just like anything else, you know. It, heat will break down. Uh, so yeah, yeah I'm on. Yeah, yeah, I agree with you. Um, were there more? Yeah, another one which uh, you know is a popular name would be the Gatorade protein powder. Ah, which you know i'm i'm not a real big fan of gatorade uh Mm -hmm. i think in the beginning they had the right agenda but then when coca-cola took it over you know they're going to do what they have to do to make it as profitable as possible and skinny up the product so i'm not a fan of the gatorade products but um uh, according to their website what they stated is you know it contains both carrageenan and sucralose so they're not a big fan of those because what we just talked about before um, not only that, but the, uh, the World Health Organization, you know, like we, I mentioned earlier, they released the new guidelines in May of 2023, encouraging people not to use sucralose as a replacement for sugar because of its links to these um, to diabetes and cardiovascular disease. And I'm sure that's going to be highly debated. Uh, but at the same time, that's the World Health Organization should you know, take it up with them if you're going to argue that point. <laughs> Interesting. Hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and here, I didn't know that Coca-Cola had taken over Gatorade. So that's, that's, that's yeah, I'm pretty, pretty interesting. Sure that's, I'm pretty sure it's owned by Coca-Cola. Yeah. Hmm. Oh, okay. Um, getting limited on time, but are there more? Yeah. Another one that's uh, fairly sensitive, uh, fairly, uh, well, could be considered popular would be BSN Syntha 6 protein powder. This is like in a lot of the health food stores and then the, uh, you know, uh, other, you know, specialty stores where you see this product at so yeah so it contains the you know, what they considered they didn't like it because it contains the one two po- one two punch of corn syrup and sucralose both oh boy and plus there's 15 grams of carbs so there that's what they don't like about that which you know i gotta agree with on that too mm-hmm. um but then they also it includes the acylfame that we talked about potassium which is another artificial sweetener they're not big on that so you know while the FDA doesn't feel like acetone is an issue, if it's done, if it's taken in limited quantities, you know, studies have shown that consuming, you know, high amounts of it, and then who knows how high amount it needs to be, can lead to increased risk of cancer, and then also metabolic syndrome, which also can, and it can have effect on the brain function. So again, the question is, if these things are even uh, questionable, period. Do you want to be taking these on a regular basis? And that's the whole point that uh, they're making. And I got—I have to kind of agree on that because yeah. if it's all natural, we know how that's going to work. Uh, the body usually has no problem with it. Now, there can be exceptions, but most of the time, it's a no-brainer. <laughs> Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, all right. So, Armin, I'm, I am kind of curious here. Um, you know, how does the 
NSP 92% milk and egg protein compared to the, you know, not all of them, but you know, with the ones that you brought up, um, you know, it's something that you and I both enjoy <laughs> and like, and it works yeah. for us, but uh, why don't you talk about that a little bit, you know, just as a comparison? Well, uh, I don't want to brag too much since it's our show, but at the same time, um, you know, it's in a class of itself because you can't find milk and egg protein anywhere. I mean, that's one of the unique things about the NSP, NSP product. So, because uh, people don't know how to formulate it the right way. Mm-hmm. So, you know, with the ingredients you have with this, you have egg white, okay, which is egg albumin. You've got caseinate, which is casein from the milk. Uh, and then you have some stevia which is an all-natural sweetener. And it's, they use the uh, REBA stevia uh, sweetener, which is mm-hmm. top shelf. And then you have papaya, which is a natural product. You have bromelain, which you get from uh, pineapple. And then you have pepsin. So these are for the digestion part of the product because you don't have fat in it. So this will help with the digestion part. And then you have some lecithin for a small amount of fiber. So, mm-hmm. you know, it's, it's all-natural products. So, you, you know, you don't have to, you don't have these issues that we're seeing with these other potential products. So, and the reason it's called 92%, in case people don't understand, it's 90% because 8% of the product is designed to help with the digestive uh, part of it. And that's what you, the bromelain, the papaya, and those are natural digestive uh, type of uh, fruits, mm-hmm. uh, right. along with the, uh, the you know, lecithin has a little bit of effect of that and the pepsin. So, you know, if you don't have any fat, to mix it with it's going to help digest now uh if you if you um want to add some fat then that's why we have you know using half and half or heavy cream or you can use mct oil and that'll give you some fat which will also still help with the digestion so mm-hmm. you have the best of both worlds if you don't have fat with it you can still get the digestion from it so it will absorb and if you add fat in it then it's, it's going to absorb that much better um so that's one of the key things there uh, plus it's one net carb Okay, and plus the FDA or yeah, the FDA. You, when it comes to labeling, you can't say zero carb, but it is. It's pretty small, so you have to have the minimum one. So right. it is one one net carb, but it's, you know, again, there's there's a little carb in it. So okay, um, so and the the other thing is, it does the way it's come it come put together. It, it's you know, like egg can be very sticky, so people to buy 100 percent egg protein. The biggest problem you're going to have is it sticks to the side of the container. Mm-hmm. So you got to scrape all that off and try to get it to blend. And that's, and I bought it egg protein for years. And that was one of the big problems I had because it doesn't have the, it didn't have the right, uh, uh, because it's hundred percent egg, it's just sticky as hell. And they have no way to uh, fix that. So that's right, when they, right. when the NSP decided, you know, this is way back in the, in the beginning that they had to add a little bit of the milk protein in to allow it to mix. And so that allows you to mix it into a shaker bottle really easily, but you can also put it in a blender or you can also stir it up with a spoon. So you have a lot of flexibility with the way it was created. Uh, and that's what they wanted. It was a lot of flexibility. And then as far as flavors, they don't go off the charts on flavors. Cause when you start getting off the charts on flavors, you start adding in more additives and, and things that aren't going to help to make it taste good. So standard flavors, is vanilla, chocolate, and then the cherry almond, which is a unique uh, flavor blend, which I kind of like that one more so mm-hmm. than any of them. But that's a that's, that's up to the person. 
So you don't have cookies and cream and all this other garbagey type of uh, uh, right. stuff put together because again, you're you're getting and it tastes sweet and all that, but you're adding stuff that's not helping you. So that's right. what you want to kind of keep in mind. Right. Uh, and, and the bottom line is, is this is just a premium product. So you know when you're buying protein powder and you want to get quality results and absorption, that's what you're that's what you're doing here. And the other thing is, is whey protein. You know, it's been going up in price. And so actually the way we're doing it with our structure, you know, it's pretty competitive now with the high quality whey protein. Mm-hmm. So uh, that's what people kind of need to, you know, keep in mind. Cause in my opinion, you get a better value for the money uh, based right. on me trying all these other protein powders and, and how this one really fills me up when I use it. Anyway, it's kind of a long story there, but um, there we go. <laughs> well, you know, you and I have talked a lot about milk and egg protein in other shows yeah. from NSP, but you know, one, one thing that may, our, our audience may not know, uh, NSP, they, they do sell a whey protein, right? Armin? Yeah, we have whey. um, you know, some people, uh, because of what's in the media and because of what other experts promote. They think whey is all that. You know, it does have a higher amount of uh, leucine in it. So that's what they're, they're stating and it absorbs pretty quickly. I get that. But at the same time, uh, it needs to be a quality whey product. Okay? Right. So right. what we have in NSP is what we consider to be a high quality whey product. And, and that's why it's actually about the same price as the protein powder, the, the uh, milk and egg. So, uh, but we do have it. And uh, again, these are basic flavors. We don't like getting into the... Uh, other flavors that have the additives in it. So they're pretty straightforward. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, people are going to buy it. So we figured if they're going to buy it, then we we have it. We don't sell a ton of that. You know, we basically sell more of the milk and egg protein because people really like that. But if somebody's, you know, hell-bent on you know, using whey, it's a quality whey product you can use. And again, it's just, it's more of a preference thing, but we have it there for convenience. So. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, as we wrap up here, any final thoughts on, either whey protein or NSP's protein. Well, I think the key takeaway here is you get what you pay for. And so yep. don't go by buying cheap protein powder. And people do this all the time. And again, what's, what we're seeing in the, in the, you know, some of these different reports is they're doing amino acid spiking with putting in extra amino acids to pump up how much protein you get per gram um, or per, per serving. And that's, that's, Really, if that's happening, uh, it's not good because you're not getting what you want from the product. So they mm-hmm. hype the amount of protein you get per serving, and then they're just spiking it with these other amino acids from poor sources. So you're not really getting anything better except a, a message. So don't buy cheaper product. You know, do your homework on it. Um, and then, you know, like with as many of them that's out there, uh, if it starts affecting your stomach, then that's not the protein powder for you. So, you know, you, so I would rec- always recommend you buy your protein powder in a smaller quantity to test the waters, especially if it's a whey product, my personal experience, because it would, it can, it can mess up your stomach, which happened to me, right. a lot of different ones, not all of them, but a lot of different ones. So I think you need to take that into account. So if it's upsetting your stomach, that's not for you. Don't buy that anymore. Um, and then, um, let's see, let me think what else. Um, oh, the other thing with whey product, it doesn't. It doesn't really fill you up very well. It's not very um Yeah, that's true. Satiating. That's true. So when you do when I did whey protein drinks, within about an hour, it was just like I kind of got the shakes. I kind of feel like I need to eat something. So that was how it, 
how it responded to me. And I didn't like that. So, but when I finally switched to the milk and egg, I never had any more of that. So it was satiating. I didn't have any jitteriness and I was good for a couple hours. So that just, to me, it was a good sign that, okay, this, this settles well in my stomach. It must be absorbing well. But most of it has to do with how the casein is a slower burning, uh, di- slower burning um, and digesting protein. Mm-hmm. So one thing to there. And then finally, you know, just make sure that the, you, you read the damn ingredients. I mean, if it's got more ingredients than it you know, needs, then just go ahead and put it back on the shelf. You know, yeah. it should yeah. have minimal three to five ingredients. You know, I mean, if it's got more than that, you ask yourself, well, is this, is this for me or is it for the manufacturer? So, right. I got, so that's just, that's my uh, viewpoint on it. <laughs> no, it's a lot of great information, Armin. And, you know, we got to be conscientious on what we're going to ingest and put in our bodies yeah. because, uh, you know, there, there's just, there are products out there just like processed food, processed protein powders, yeah. processed anything isn't yeah. good for you like that. So awesome information, Armin. Thanks. All right. No problems. <laughs> All right. Stand by for a quick word from NSP Nutrition. Armin and I will be right back. Check out nspnutrition.com. NSP Nutrition produces the highest quality naturally sourced supplements on the planet. NSP Nutrition has the products to help you achieve any of your fitness goals guaranteed. NSP Nutrition, high quality, all natural. Hey, and welcome back to the NSP Nutrition Show. I'm Armin Eckelbarger. Hey, I'm Frank Mills. And, um, you know, I know you just heard a quick word from NSP Nutrition, but just a quick shout out. It's Outdoor Recreational Month. So check out uh, the deals on nspnutrition.com. And, you know, uh, go check out those protein powders that we just discussed. The extra milk and egg protein is tremendous. You know, Armin, when we get fan questions, we get a lot of different questions and some on shows that we've done. And I guess that's where we're going to start today with our fan questions is um, it's pretty interesting. We got an email from Wayne. Wayne's down in Miami Beach, Florida, so he's not too far okay. from us. But Wayne was was real curious. Um, you know, he said, you know, when I first started getting into protein powders, sometimes I use it as a meal replacement or a supplement uh, or a snack type thing. And uh, he said, you know, I actually watched one of your shows where you did different things with protein shakes. And I'm like, I was trying to remember that, but didn't we talk about a show where like adding eggs or adding different things that you wanted to, to the NSP protein powder? Uh, I'm trying to remember. Do you remember this? Well, I, you know, I remember some of it, Uh, you know, the bottom line is, you know, if you're going to add anything to your protein powder, you know, what's your strategy behind adding it? So, you know, one of them that, which came from Vince anyways, was be, was to add eggs to the yeah, uh, yeah. powder of the raw eggs and either blend that up or stir it up. Uh, because what happens is it, it adds to the protein powder uh, and you have, and you use half and half or heavy cream as part of that because it, it will fill you up. It gives you a ton of protein and a ton of fat. And so, you know, when you have these combinations, it'll last you three or four hours. You're going to feel yeah. full. So that was kind of the strategy behind that particular. Now, the other one you can use, which I've done, you can use almond milk to have a little bit of flavor and a little bit of consistency, you know, to kind of give it a little bit of thickness. And then you put it in a shaker bottle and shake it up. And that'll work because you have the, as we mentioned before, the 8% of the digestive 
stuff included. So that's another strategy. Uh, then if you want to add some fat into it, you can add some heavy cream or some half and half, you know, get a small amount and, right. uh, or some MCT oil. So like sometimes I'll do almond milk with the protein with the 92% egg, and then I'll throw in some MCT oil to give me some additional fat. Now, if you use MCT oil, you got to be kind of careful of that because it, it can irritate your stomach until you get used to it because it is a, you know, it is a saturated fat. So you want to kind of start that a little bit at a time and get used to it before you just, you know, put a whole tablespoon in there, so to speak. But, and, but mm -hmm. it is going to give you good sustainable energy and help with the digestion because it's going to initiate the bile salts to kick up to help with the, the digestion of the protein. Mm -hmm. So that's another one. I, I'm not a big fan of, you know, you can add fruit. You know, Vince would throw a banana in there depending on, you know, if you just got the training, then putting a banana in there would, you know, give you a little bit of insulin spike to help push the nutrients into the cells. Nothing wrong with that. But it just depends on what your goal is. If you're trying to lean out, then that probably wouldn't be the best way to go because you want to just keep protein and fat going so you're burning fat all the time. So when gotcha. it comes to adding things, you know, you have to kind of keep that in mind. Now, I know there's a lot of people want to add peanut butter to it, and I don't recommend that. Now, some people will frown on it. They don't think it's a big deal. I just don't like peanut butter or peanuts because of what I've read and then what I've seen happen with people that if you consume too much of it, it starts causing some joint issues. Uh, and it's really, it's a low protein. People think yeah. it's a quality protein. They think it's, oh, I'm adding more protein. It's it's worse than soy protein. So you're not really doing anything. You get a little bit of fat and, and a little bit of fiber, but that's all you're getting from adding the peanut butter. So, and I think people just don't, it doesn't really sink in half the time because other people do it. So you want to go almond butter if you really want to add something in there to, to give it some more texture and some thickness would be my recommendation. Mm -hmm. And then outside of that, if you're going to be adding a lot of fruit, then Again, just understand that uh, when you add the fruit in, just going to jack up your insulin. So you're going to shut off the fat burning until that, until the insulin drops back down. So mm -hmm. that's another thing to keep in mind when you're going to make your protein powder as well. So I don't know, is you think there's anything else has to cover on that? <laughs> well, my my thought as you were talking about all these different options and yeah. things is, you know. All, all this kind of got created by like the juicing craze, right? Uh, and and yeah. I remember going back to Jack Lane, right? Uh, <laughs> he would do that stuff. Remember, you know, he would throw celery and and all these different things in there. And I think that a lot of people, when they go to make their protein shake, they start thinking of well, what else extra can I put in there to really do even more like kale or things like that? And yeah. I, I'm not really sure if if that's the direction that you and I are thinking, but well, I think that, that's, that's more of a meal replacement type of strategy is what's going on there. Now, also keep in mind in the beginning, a lot of these protein powders did not mix well. So you had to put them in a blender to even get them to mix properly because they would stick stick mm -hmm. to the sides all the time until they found out better ways to to uh, you know, make it so it wouldn't stick. So that was another problem. So when you put in a blender, you had to make sure you put it down the center versus like if you put the powder in first and then pour the right. fluid on top, right. it's just going to stick down there. So there's probably a lot of moving parts to this whole process. But I just, from what I've seen now, it, just keep it simple. Um, and then, you know, if you want to add some stuff, understand why you're adding it, but you know, if you're going to do a meal replacement, that's one thing. If it were me and I'm going to do it for a meal replacement, I would just do the raw eggs, you know, maybe right. six to six, six raw eggs. You can do 12. 
but that'll right. last. You know, you you just sip that throughout the day was what Vince recommended. Okay. The other interesting, the other interesting thing that Wayne added is he had had a friend of his tell him that when he adds eggs, just just add the egg shell and all, uh, because yeah, that, there's that, that, nutrients that, that, in the eggshell. It is well that that, that actually came from a. Um, a pro wrestler that did it on a show one time. He put the eggshells <laughs> egg and all that in there and he drank it. I mean, but I don't, you know, eggshell is really hard to break down. So I don't recommend that to anybody. And I think it's, it would cause more problems than anything else. So I don't see that being ideal. And I think that's, <laughs> that's bad advice, but yeah, you know, it, it, you know, it's just like when Rocky put the eggs, you know, cracked it open and put them right. in a glass and drank them straight down. Yeah. You can do that too. Um, but you know, how, how effective is that? So, right, you need, you, right. You, I mean, it, it can still work. Don't get me wrong. It's just that that's that's a little more dramatic than it needs to be. <laughs> Absolutely. Well, you know, um, one of the ways I enjoy actually the NSP milk and egg protein powder is, uh, yeah, I do a little of that almond milk, but I put crushed ice. Yeah. in there and uh you know you could have like a little frozen treat you know yeah. so uh i do enjoy that quite a bit so just there's well, a lot of different things that you can do yeah, there's, there's there's one other change it that, up. Uh, there's one other that i i've done before and it, uh, even vince recommended so you can take the protein power and put it with heavy cream uh, mm-hmm. and you just stir it around and it'll actually make a pudding and then you just eat it uh. as a pudding is another way. And again, you get the quality fat in there uh, and additional protein from the cream. Um, but yeah, cause cream's thick. And so as you put the powder in, it's going to thicken it up. And a lot of guys like to do that cause it's a nice little treat, you know, you right. Know, later today. So, yeah, I think it's good stuff, Armin. You know, I mean, uh, it, it was a great question from Wayne. Thank you very much, yeah, Wayne. Appreciate we appreciate that uh, Wayne. Yeah. Um, look, you can make an impact in the show just like Wayne did and just like many others before him have done. Right. Any info that you have, questions, topics, uh, anything that you can offer, please go ahead and get that to us. You can either use the QR codes on the screen. You can comment directly on YouTube for any episode that you want, and we'll review that and add the content probably in the next episode because we're always looking for good content. Yep. Or you can email directly to support at nspnutrition.com. And, you know, Armin, a lot of this great content, uh, a lot of people can view on the YouTube comments. You know, it's public. Everybody yeah. can see it. Yep. And just don't eat the eggshells. Yeah, no eggshells. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, hey, you never know. You got to answer those questions. So again, yep. everybody, thanks for joining us. Armin, thanks for another great show. And join Armin and I next week for a brand new episode of the NSP Nutrition Show. Hey, thanks for checking out the NSP Show. Go to nspnutrition.com where you can find a whole heap of resources to help you achieve stunning definition and eye-popping levels of muscularity. Don't forget you can save 10% on your first order by using the code NSP Show at the checkout. Catch you next time.